that was a bombshell you dropped on us that's that's pretty amazing i'm excited about this all right aoa podcast back for another episode friday show i feel like this show just got so much bigger because Aaron C is in the house. I mean, finally, we got the woo talent woo. in the family on the podcast, which is thrilling. Yeah. Um, I'm the only thing ruining another Ladies Night episode because Cuddles is here as well. What's up, Cuddles? Hello. Um, uh, Aaron just dropped a huge bomb on us. I'm going to share that with you guys after the intro here. But this is what we're talking about on the podcast for this episode. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, accused of a toxic work environment, but now some of his employees are fighting back against that that 30-year sentence danny masterson uh sentenced to 30 years in prison for the mm -mm, r word against the ladies not great uh martin short is trending at the moment right now because an article came out saying that he's not funny that's not true we'll that's mean. Those principles mcdonald's nick dilemma and wedding dress codes oh my goodness Hold on to your hats, kids, because that is a podcast. Two seconds before we jumped on the air, Aaron goes, oh, I went to high school with Danny Masters. Oh. So we're like, what? Oh, elementary school, but yeah. Oh, um, sorry. Elementary Chris school. Masterson, his brother was my year. So now you all know how old I am. But um, he was in the same school as we were, and they were auditioning, and one day they were gone because they went to Hollywood or whatever. But it's true. Masterson is a big, I'm from Garden City. I don't care if anyone knows because I don't live there anymore, but Masterson is a big <laughs> family in Garden City. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that, but my, we were at dinner tonight, and my sister was talking about how there's a Masterson in her class, and they're like cousins, so. No kidding. But Chris Masterson did say to us, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be a star like my big brother, Danny. And I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but Nickelodeon had this Nick or Treat thing where you had to answer the phone and say Nick or Treat instead of hello. Anyway, when okay. prizes. Anyway, that was Chris Masterson's first gig when we were in third grade. Um, he got that, and then we never saw him again. But <laughs> I was going to say, it was his last gig, too. <laughs> Oh, come on. He was the oldest brother of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, was he? Oh, I had no idea. Oh. All right. Well, we're going to upset some Garden City people and Scientology people because I plan on taking them both to task on this episode. So that's funny. That'll be good. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with Fat? We could start with Danny Masterson. I feel like maybe that's our go to. All right. Let's start with Danny. Him. Let's start with that, that 30 year sentence. Well, here's the thing, too. I feel like if this were Inside Edition, we'd be like, we have Danny Masterson's elementary school classmate who's <laughs> here to spill the beans um straight up aaron let's not mince words did he feel rapey in middle school like what was that like no, chris, i only knew chris his younger brother who was a malcolm in the middle he was very skinny he was very blonde and he looked up to his brother which makes it even sadder considering mm. what his brother became did he just did he ever pop a skittles in your ecto cooler high c or anything like that just to see what it was like okay all right i don't know i'm asking questions uh for those who don't know danny masterson was accused of the r words uh three counts three different ladies all three ladies involved in the church of scientology as is danny masterson um 
one trial got thrown out because of a mistrial. The other two he was convicted of. And then he was sentenced yesterday to 30 years behind bars. He's he's married to Bijou Phillips. They have a daughter together. And uh, this is pretty complicated. I'll tell you what. Ashton Kutcher and uh, Mila Kunitz are taking it on the chin today because they wrote like a whole support letter for him. After he was convicted, they wrote like a support letter to the judge um, vouching for his character to try and get a reduced sentence. Oh, my God. What do you do, though? Like, let's assume the inevitable happens and Frank gets arrested for something really bad. Everybody oh would expect me to write something for him, would they not? I feel the same way. I used to think that, like, people who, when their children got accused of things, and then the families would be like, let's get them out of the country so they can't get them. Right. I said to my parents, like, my parents were like, that's disgusting. And I was like, what would you do if I was? They were like, we'd get you in France. And I was like, yeah. see? Yeah. Did they say disgusting or that's Sicilian? I couldn't hear you cut out for a second. Because that's like a Sicilian thing to do. No, 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 no. It was, it was just like they were like condemning them. But it's always strange when it becomes your, like, as mm-hmm. I said, like, it's just like, it's just like you said. It's like, if anything happened to our friend, of course we. What do you do? Right? It's like, I mean, what it's do you... It's tough when it's R. Because here's the other thing. And not to defend Danny Masterson, because I hope he dies in prison. But at the same time, like he did horrific things and he probably did horrific things to more than just these three women. If I could assume and talk out of school for a moment, but that doesn't mean he did horrific things to his friends. Like he was probably like uh, rapists are probably nice to their friends. Like I, that, that shit fucking happened. So what are our friends supposed to do? You know? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure like, sorry, but everyone in the comments is like, no, no, no. Yeah, let's go to the comments for a second. Can I I get get can I get Miss Justice to ban this person? They're very distracting, and (laughs) they're sucking talent out of the episode. Let's see if we can get Miss Justice to ban this person, please. Thank you. Who are you trying to ban? My husband. Oh, Frank. My Sicilian. Well, you know what drives me crazy? He can't let Aaron just have the attention for a moment. He's got to do. He's probably asleep. In the comments. Anyway, um, poor guy. Uh, the weird. Okay, here's another weird aspect of this. Master, did you see the Conan clip? No. Okay, so Danny Masterson from Long Island, he's on Conan years ago, like around the time these things are happening, and he, Conan goes, "Oh, you can't hear your Long Island accent." And he goes, oh, that's interesting. And he starts to do an impression of his friend doing an impression of him. And the line that he says in the impression is, hi, I'm Danny Masterson. Please grab my balls. Right. And it's a weird thing to say. And so Conan is like, like Conan gets like caught off guard by it. And he goes, it's weird that you're saying that. And so he kind of like tries to play it off. And then Conan goes, I heard about you. Like, just like, as like a, what else do you say? Like kind of as a goof, but like it's resurfacing now because everybody's like, you know, what? See, people knew about what he was doing back then. I'm telling you, everyone knows. 
He seems very seems creepy. Rape, rapey. Yeah, creepy. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Like his face, his attitude, his the way he carries himself. By the way, this was 2003-ish, so he's kind of coming off the height of that 70s show when everybody, you know, you're probably at your most arrogant. Um, yeah. He drugged, they say he drugged the girls, and oh. that's that's kind of how it happened. That's That's how it went down. And the judge gave him the max sentence, despite Ashton Kutcher's efforts. Gave him the max sentence because he was like, you fucking, you ruined people's lives 20 years ago. He deserves it. I don't care. Can I do a quick break on the accent? Yes. When I would come home from school, I would say to my mom, give it to her. And my mom would make me say to her five times every time I messed up. But I also <laughs> have a phrase when I want to get back into the accent but it's not about balls. It's about my daughter. My daughter knows fashion and nobody knows fashion like my daughter. And once I say that, I can get back into the accent. But you have to admit, I don't normally, you don't normally hear it, right? Not from you, no. Good. No. Good. It was trained out of me. It was no accident. But I know that's not what we're talking about, so I'm sorry. No, but it, <laughs> I don't really hear it from you. I always, even when you first, when Frank first brought you around, I assumed you weren't from around here. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. In fact, I think I might have confused you with our other friend's wife from Maryland. That's fine. And I'd be like, that's the Maryland girl right there. I was drinking a lot back then, though. <laughs> you know, but I wasn't putting pills in anybody's drinks, which is good. That's what that's, I got out with Danny. That's all you got to oh, Yeah. It's such a... But I know what you're saying about the fact that there are some people where you're like... Oh my God, him? Like if you found this out about, I, only because I see him on the screen, Martin Short, it would be like, Martin Short is doing this? Like, I can't believe it. But yeah. it's like Danny Masterson is doing this and it's like, I can see it. Yeah. Right? You could totally see it. You know what's funny? In the morning show, Martin Short plays a creepy sexual harasser. In what show? Only the morning. The morning show on Apple. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I you said that, I'm sorry. Apple Plus TV, Apple TV, I don't know, whatever this. And it's, he's, I mean, he's a great actor, but it's like, mm, I don't really believe it. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. just, he's got such a, a fun charactery face all the time. You know, it's kind of like, you're like, eh. Like even Steve Carell is a little, he's, he's a harasser on that show too. And you're almost kind of like, eh, I almost don't believe that either. Well, you can't see him as anything other than Michael Scott. And, that's true. You can't. And Martin Short, you can't see him and as anything other than Frank from, you know, Father of the Bride. Greatest Frank. Speaking of Frank, Frankie wrote that 70-year-old convict. That's funny. That's you pretty good. That, baby? That's pretty good. Well, I think he was jumping off of somebody who said he'd be 70 when he gets out of prison. Oh, here, Christina Kay. 77 years old before, oh, before he's eligible for parole. Yeah. So disappointed. And Ashton and Mila wrote writing those letters. It is a little dis. I would love to say no, but at the same time, you know, people are loyal. People are very, very loyal to their friends. What are you going to do? Because think about it from this way. He's got a daughter. He's got a wife. What if the wife asked them to write it? What are you going to tell her? No. I mean, everybody's probably running from the two of them as it is. 
And think about his poor wife. Oh, my goodness. This poor woman, Bijou Phillips, talented actress, got a little girl with this piece of shit, and now she's going to have to raise her on her own for the next 30 years? What do you do there? Is that is she the one of Wilson Phillips? Uh, yeah, she's the younger sister. Of no, she's the. I don't know. I have no idea. I think Kenzie she's Phillips is her is her half sister. That's all I know. She's the she heiress to the time. Phillips screwdriver empire. That's all I know. Her hmm. name means jewel, and her middle name is Lily. That's all I know about her. Also, no, I lost it. Oh, you know what's weird though? It's like, for, no, and now I feel like you after you take. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, <coughs> what I was gonna say was Frank and I have like talked about this, and like what's strange is, I don't know. Can you say murder? Murder, murder is like, there's like circumstances, but like are. You know yeah, mm-hmm. there's no like self defense. There's no like, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. R is like so different and indefensible. Yeah. I think it's worse. Yes. Oh, it's so much worse because the M word, it's like, you know, you weren't there. You don't know. But nobody's like, you don't, you weren't there. You don't know for R. Yeah. But at least what I'm saying is it's indefensible. At least with that, like it could be self-defense. There are instances where you gotta, you gotta kill somebody sometimes, you know, and that's all. But they're gone and that's it. They can't feel it anymore. But yeah. with the other thing, you're just you're leaving them with the most horrible thing you possibly can for the for a long time. You're leaving them with trauma. Yeah. That can affect every relationship they have for the rest of their lives. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know about appeal? Is there still a, what what's going on? Is this final? I think I think he's going. Yeah, I don't. I because he lost the trial. This was the sentencing, so I don't okay. think. Uh, yeah, but I think they can appeal it. You have the right to appeal your conviction, but I don't know if it'll go anywhere. I don't know if he'll get that, and I hope he doesn't. I hope he gets raped. I hope he gets it by like a what are they called cactus. What's a cactus? What? What? I hope a cactus. Oh. Someone takes a cactus and does it. Oh, oh, like an actual cactus. I thought a cactus yeah, was like, like a term act- for somebody no, in prison. What is wrong with you? I don't an know what happens. Cactus. D, you're going to meet him halfway, Cuddles. I was traumatized. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to remember sometimes he's like a, my third child. So I was traumatized by Oz. So I just think the worst. I didn't, you know. I'm so glad I didn't watch that. Yeah. Avoid it. Avoid it. Um, he was a uh, he was is in the Church of Scientology. The three ladies were in this Church of Scientology. Um, they say that the Church of Scientology covered this up, as the Church of Scientology has been known to do, cover up really bad shit. Um, Leah Remini's out there because she's the anti-Church of Scientology person. I was just gonna bring her up since she was the Church of Scientology person. 
And she said that uh, Masterson is a dangerous rapist and rips the Church of Scientology in a statement following the conviction. She said that she was present at the L.A. Superior Court, calling it a surreal experience. Uh, the church told the DailyMail.com that its policy explicitly demands Scientologists abide by all laws of the land. But um, uh, Leah Remini said, let me see here. I had her quote. Uh, for over two decades, Danny Masterson avoided accountability for his crimes. That was abetted by the church. And Thursday sentencing was an indictment against the church and its leadership. So she's still trying to take that church down. I still can't believe that people are in that fucking church. You know, I mean, they're just, they're nutty as hell. I mean, the the Scientology saved Catholicism because at least Catholics could be like, well, at least we're not Scientologists, right? I mean, we know our exactly. shit. Exactly. But- Exactly. Yeah, we know we're running with a scam here, but at least we're not the Scientologists. And everybody's like, all right, just try and leave the kids alone, you know. But um, that whole Scientology documentary that came out years ago and and her whole thing, I mean, I can't believe people are still like, yeah, this is a good thing, you know. Yeah. Like, isn't John Travolta still a part of it? I don't know if he is or not. I don't even know if Cruz is anymore because he was, like, still sticking with it after all this time. But I don't know if he is. Do you know what really surprised me about Scientology is is in Manhattan when they used to have those free stress tests and it was them. Isn't that crazy? I don't know if you know that. No, I don't. What was the stress test? On the streets, they used to say free stress test and they were testing for like your thetans or something. And I was very, very, I was little and I was like, let's do it. And my mom was like, no, that's not, that's not what it is. And then I found out later that it was like people looking for, anyway, it was just a weird cover because I was like, it's free and it's a stress test. I was like, you know, very, very young. Like, I don't even know. It just, it's just so strange that like you could, you didn't have to go into a building and be like, I want to know more about this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, that they were recruiting and, and tr- yeah. Under false, oh. you know what I mean? It wasn't like learn more about Dianetics. It was like, do you want a lollipop? It was like, yeah, I want a lollipop. all right so there's danny masterson hope he rots in hell what's the what's the buzz around town are people talking about it like are they saying shit over there in the Uh, old neighborhood next time i'll I'll let you know okay a couple of masterson's where i used to live so i'll do my little i'll dig and he danny's older than you yeah danny's at least two years older than i am chris is my age and I haven't heard anything against him. He dated Laura Prepon for like ever, but then they she married somebody else. So, and she's in Scientology. So, oh. does it feel weird that you're a, like you went to alum with like a world class scumbag piece of shit? And like, does that? I mean, you just walk the same hallways and shit, and you know. Sure. I mean, I'm not trying to be dramatic here, but it, it, you know, no, he could have. I think if I knew anybody else, no. Is your sister older than you or younger than you? No, I forget. She's two years younger than I am, but oh, so so she wasn't in his class either. No, but she is in the same grade as his cousin, who has the same last name. So I'll ask her to reach out and figure out what's going on. If they're rallying or if they're disavowing. Yeah, that's a weird Ooh. thing. That's a strange thing. How also? How do you like? I mean, how do you support? I mean, I know. I how know. do you go? No, he's innocent. What? Like, is is he? Is that your is that your whole uh, spiel? Um, speaking of innocent, let's put Jimmy Fallon on trial. Wait, 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 wait. Can yeah. we before we do Jimmy Fallon? Can we just acknowledge 
how beautiful Miss Erin was today with her hair, the pearls. Can we just acknowledge that? No, the only reason. Okay, so the only reason I'm saying is because I went out to dinner and I was wearing this and I like said to the waitress and I was like, hi, girl to girl, does this say I'm running for office? And she said, a little. And I was like, oh, well, would you vote for me? And she was like, yes. So I made her my running mate. And I know that Bird (laughs) is running in 2024, but I just want you to know, lucky she's not running for comptroller because that's me. (laughs) That's why she's saying that because it was very beautiful. There we go. Thank you for saying that. So the waitress was flirting with you. Uh, Frank told me the waitress was a MAGA person. And that's amazing because you got you flipped her from red to blue. That's pretty. That's not easy to do. Yeah, controllers. It's, it, but, listen, uh, I don't even know what that is. I think that's a kind of accountant. Anyway, Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, what's up? Thank you for saying that. Uh, cuddles. You do look beautiful. Do you ever feel like you settled? Because that's what we, my wife and I, talk about all the time. No, 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 no. He's amazing, and you know it. Mm. You I mean, the it. truth of the matter is, is every guy I know <gasps> is hitting Paul? above. Is what? Paul made a, a joke. Oh. Let me see what Paul said here. Look at the hair. Look, she's got this. Like, look, look. Wait, what did Paul say? Frankie. Frankie gave her a pearl necklace. Oh, Paul. Oh, <laughs> so... oh. <coughs> this, this just went X-rated. Okay. Oh, God. How am I going to win in the primaries now? I know. It's tainted now. Very funny, though, Paul. Very funny, though, I have to admit. You could write for Jimmy Fallon if it wasn't such a toxic work environment. (laughs) Tying it all in. Yeah, so, all right. uh, And Paul actually had a couple of these things for me the other day where this Rolling Stone article comes out talking about um, Jimmy Fallon has a toxic work environment and that he throws hissy fits and um, curses and all this kinds of crazy stuff goes on. And everybody, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. And so that was, I don't know if that was yesterday. I don't know. Move the news goes so fast. Yesterday or Wednesday, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. But then we get the story that Jimmy Fallon did a Zoom meeting with his whole staff because they're not together because of the writer's strike and apologized to everybody profusely. Talked about how he wants it to be a fun work environment and he's very sorry and he's embarrassed by the scandal and all this and that. Fast forward to today, and again, the Daily Mail has the story of more than one, in fact, I think four or five staffers talking under uh, anonymity told them that that story was complete bullshit, that they've had nothing but wonderful experiences working for Jimmy Fallon, that the guy does handwritten notes to everybody on their birthday. He organizes bowling trips and... Um, all these like workplace activities to kind of have everybody bond together, all this and that. One person got promoted by him several times. It's not uncommon to see him give high fives in the hallway or give somebody kudos for a job well done. That's the story today from the Daily Mail. So I give it to the jury. The two panelists we have here, everybody in the chat, what do you believe? What do you think to be true? Honestly, you know how I think about him. I think he annoys the shit out of me. He really does. 
Um, he looks like a big child. Well, that's all men, so that's not. Uh, no, no. There's being like a six-year-old, and then you're like at the level of like a thirteen-year-old. He looks like a six-year-old, and acts like one. Um, so I think I think his like PR team might have put stuff out in the Daily Mail saying, oh, he does all these things, because those are, like, generally things you want from, like, a boss, but you just never get. So I think it's bullshit. I think he is toxic. Comptroller? I don't know. It just feels like as if, like, okay, um, I don't think this is going to be a popular opinion, but it's just like, oh, like, they're subject to his mood swings, and I, I just feel as if a lot of bosses are like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Breaking news. He's a human being. Oh, my goodness. I, I just feel as if it, it's like I expected these allegations to be worse, maybe because I'm coming off my third grade friend, Danny Masterson. But it was just like, oh, like he's like not. You know what I mean? Like I had a boss that couldn't smell and a sewer pipe broke above us and everybody was dismissed, but not the five that worked for her because she couldn't smell. Mm-hmm. So she was like. You know what I mean? She was like, you have to stay. And everyone was like throwing up in their garbage cans. And she was like, if you want to be babies, you can go home. Like, that's like, like, that's what I had to deal with. And I'm not even in the entertainment industry. Like, I was nothing. So it just felt like I, it always feels like you discuss the Frank things. You know what I mean? Like when he's not, I just feel as if I thought these were going to be really damning allegations. And they were like, the day depends on his mood. And I feel as if that's what bosses or like people in power happen to do. And I just feel like Frank is going to make me sleep on the couch for that. So I hope that you enjoy it. Because Frank doesn't like him. Miss Justice says, uh, I like him personally. Christina K went to a show last year and he seemed like a genuinely nice guy. Paul, I saw an interview with him and his wife. The wife wears the pants and is a boss. His wife produces that show. Um, so that's yeah. a complex so he that see he doesn't wear the pants at home or doesn't even come near like close to it so he feels yeah. like he has to be that way with his staff i'm sorry there's just something off with him he just annoys me till no end i don't think that story is true i don't think he's toxic says christine colson um robin says he has done some cool shit i think that I mean, I here's the thing. I think this is being way blown out of proportion. Like, the amount of pressure... I said this, too, in the beginning with Ellen, though. Um, and I was wrong there. But... The, <laughs> Surprising. The amount... Of, first of all, he's my guy. I love him, and I always will. And I will no, never... no, 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 no. First of all, he's your guy because when you were on the radio, he came to your to see you when you were doing appearances out in the Hamptons. And I will, and, come, yeah, so you that's why you support him because he came out to see you. And he did that's wonders for me. He did that was a it was a wonderful thing that he did and I'll never forget that. If he showed up at our doorstep with bloody hands and a knife and a shovel, I would be like, "Where's the body? Let's take it. Well, you have no problem here, big dog. You come on in. We'll get you some clean clothes." You change your shoes. You don't worry about a fucking thing. He ain't coming in my house. Oh, he's coming, go the baby. Fucking, go the fuck in the backyard, and I'll close you off. 
possibly. Oh, yeah, of course I'm going to hose him off in the back. Don't act like we've never done this before, Cuddles. Come on, give me a break. Shut uh, up, Anthony. Anyway, point is this. I, I Even personal stuff aside, the guy is the host of The Tonight Show. You think that that's like a stress-free job? You think every now and then he's not going to be like, shit or fuck, I can't believe we yeah. fucked this up. Or, you know, you don't think he's going to get a little upset? Like, if he's not allowed to... Listen, and I'm not advocating for workplace abuse. Like, nobody should be mistreated, you know? But people get upset sometimes. People say stupid shit. People lose their temper. You know, as long as it's not a... And by the way, I'm not talking about an accounting office or a fucking, you know, um, a lawyer's office. I don't think that behavior in the regular workplace should be permitted at all, whatsoever. But when you're talking about a workplace where he is providing um, income for all of these people, like it's his, his job. If he starts slipping in the ratings or losing this or that, guess what? Those low-level people that are like, oh, I can't believe he fucking screamed in the hallway. They're going to be out of a fucking job. Yeah. And I don't understand how people don't realize that. Like. And listen, I heard the drinking stories. I think years ago, he had a little bit of a drinking problem. Got a little fucked up a lot and, you know, cracked his finger after a bar and incident and all this kind of crazy stuff. So I'm sure he had a tough go of it. Maybe he had a tough period. But everybody, I feel like, needs to be a little forgiving. One person was like, it was so horrible. I had suicidal thoughts. I think you have issues. Yeah, I, like I think you, you would have probably had suicidal thoughts anywhere. If that's what you're, what's happening okay, to you. That's, that's extreme. Yeah. I mean, it's a little crazy. It, it's a, it's a little crazy people in entertainment and high stress situation. This is why, you know, Christian Bale, like you see all these people on movie sets yeah. freaking the fuck out over somebody. It's cause there's millions of dollars, tons of jobs. People's livelihoods are all on the line. You know, a lot of these people are, are trying to do the best they can because they're trying to, Keep this big train a rolling, and that's not going to run smoothly all the time. You know, this will blow over. I think so too. And you're also, and I, I said this with Ellen too. You're also in a situation where everybody who works in that building is trying to get the next job, and they're all miserable in the job they're in right now because the assistant producers want to be producers. The producers want to be executive producers. The writers want to be on air performers. Like it's everybody's trying to maneuver their way through the whole thing. And that's a miserable fucking existence. You know, that's my question. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen when Mila and Ashton stand up for Jimmy Fallon? No, that would be great. I would, I would love it if they just started standing up for all the scumbags in the world. Everybody be like did, did it you know did epstein really bring that many people to the island i mean come on love me oh my god when this dust settles mila and ashton will get a bigger hit than fallon i know they're unrelated but it just feels like next week when you guys talk is it going to be like mila and ashton are more hated and fallon what happened again do you know what i mean I, don't know. I, I think about this shit all the time. Like, what's the little nugget today that's going to be a huge boulder next yeah. week? It's yeah. Hard to predict, but. Also, I don't think Mila can do any wrong because she is so she's fucking hot. It's she's not, I mean, I've forgiven her for marrying that asshole, Ashton Kutcher, you know? 
can't believe that I just can't believe that Ashton was married to Demi and now he's married to Mila and they were on a show together and they were each other's first kiss. Like it's just such a weird world. Oh, it is. It well, is. You know what? I mean, honestly, is it okay if I bring it up that like your like yeah. love story is also, you know, you guys knew each other when you were little. You know what I mean? Like I just think about that sometimes. Like if I could write it, I would. That's yeah. true, but there was there was no to me more in between the first kiss and the fucking marriage, yeah, was, unfortunately was, for me. Yeah, it was just like, like fire crotch. No, no, it's just it's just like unbelievable. Like I just think about how, like you know what I mean. Like you guys have memories of when you were younger. And... You are too nice, Aaron. No, mm -hmm. I just find it very, very. I just find it very like, you know, Frank talks about a story about you know like walking into ragtime and cuddles being like you know. Like she was Aww. like behind the counter and she was like, you can't walk in here with outside food. And he's like, I'm staying by the door. And then he's like, and now the day after Thanksgiving, I'm always like, we always like are together. And it's like the girl from the counter. And it just, it just like very crisscrossy <laughs> like with all of you. Yeah. I used to call, you know, I call you the Muppet babies because like I knew you when you were babies. I watched videos of you when you were babies and I watched videos of you when you were like full grown Muppets. And I just, I wasn't a part of that but you all were. And it's just very funny because I see pictures of you guys like, you know, as very, very young and you're still together. And I find that very interesting. And the whole thing is Anthony's right. He wasn't married to a woman 20, 30 years older than him before you, but it's still kind of magical. Would have been great. Kinda. It would have been even more magical if I was though. What, don't you think? Also, are you giving me credit for taking a lowly counter girl out of a deli and giving her this? Okay. First off, lavish okay. life okay Wait, what was the something? part about the story where she yelled at frank for not bringing it outside him, but she just was like frank you went inside because you didn't have anything and he had something from another store and she was just like you know she was just like is that from outside or maybe it wasn't her but the point was maybe she was behind the counter and someone else said it and frank was like i'm staying by the door and you just went in to get something and it just feels as if you never know how life's going to turn out because now She's why can't like, why can't he ever follow the rules that husband of yours that's what i want to know you stayed by the door baby hashtag stayed by the door <laughs> mm -hmm. still he tried to break the rules which is what i'm upset about in the beginning to begin you with. try to you tried to get him to break the rules by going inside a place that he oh. couldn't bring whatever he had so you're the problem i have to tell a funny frank story uh but paul says mila is ukrainian she gets a pass I, we're giving out a lot of passes tonight <laughs> And I like that. I like that about our group right now. We're, we have a lot of passes to hand out. We're forgiving. We're healing. We're moving the world forward. Doesn't it feel that like that? Um, I don't know why, but I've been reminiscing a lot lately and thinking about some of the stupid things that we did. Cuddles and I were kind of talking about this before the episode tonight. No need to bring it up because it wouldn't make sense to most people. But um, one of the things that I, I made... <laughs> I made Frank one time. Did he? I don't know if he ever told you this, but one time we were so young and stupid. The fact that we're not dead is amazing. We were driving. Frank's first car was a Dodge Diplomat. Diplomat. This thing was a boat. I mean, this thing, it took a lot to move this thing and it took a lot to slow this thing down. And I don't know where we were going or what stupid bullshit 20-year-old emergency we were in. But we were kind of goof. We were on, we were in a hurry going somewhere. But as a goof, we got behind this car that was going really slow on Metropolitan Avenue, which for people who are not familiar, is one lane in each direction. 
and it is a it's not like a country road it is like a manhattan city street you know with cars double parked and people jutting out and not stopping at stop signs or blowing red lights it is one lane in each direction and we got behind this car that was going really slow and i was like you got to pass this car and he's like yeah okay i'm like you gotta fucking pass this car just as a goof and your husband shot into oncoming traffic gunned it in the dodge diplomat and then swerved back in time and i remember looking at him going i can't believe you just did that and he got so mad he was like you fucking told me to do it see see you're the problem (laughs) i mean looking back on it now it was so fucking stupid but I laugh about it to this day. And I don't know why I was, you just made me think about that just now for whatever reason that just popped into my head of a young Frank and young Anthony screaming at each other in the car. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, you got to pass. You got to pass. He's like, okay, okay. And he just went and I looked at him like, why would you ever fucking listen to me? I'm telling you something that fucking stupid. But he did. And we're still here. Thank God. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Let me die in peace. Uh, Martin Short. I'm shocked and appalled that we live in a world where somebody with so little intellect can be given such a platform. But this person, his name is Dan Kois. K-O-I-S. What Fuck a, Dan. What a stupid Honestly. last name if there ever was one. Writes this whole article in the wide angle section of Slate. I don't even know if you can call it Slate Magazine anymore. Uh, And it's about, it's titled, Why We Keep Putting Up With Martin Short. Um, But it's all the people we keep putting up with, that's who you're going to fire your shot? Exactly. Sorry, Anthony, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. I hope Dan Coy's asshole rots out uh, overnight. Me Um, too. And he goes into this whole thing of like how unfunny Martin Short is. And what's amazing is it, it, went viral you know late friday here because all the people are defending martin short like who is this fucking like who's not amused by fucking martin short two things one the girl that you walk down the aisle with that i keep introducing you to and you keep forgetting she's the Mm. only person i know who pays for slate.com and she said they doubled their price within the last nine months it used to be like a year for 9.99 and now it's a year for 18 dollars the numbers are incorrect. The math is just doubled, whatever it was. And she's very upset. And now I'm going to tell her to cancel it because if they're saying stuff like that, they obviously are just doing it for the clicks and not like, you know, doing it for the, uh, I don't know the word for it. Truth. Mm. And the second thing is that Frank and I saw him live in a show and he's told this joke that I'll never forget. He said, when I die, he goes, I don't like to think about when I'll die, but when I die, I really hope they won't deliver the mail. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> I just always like every now and then, cause like nobody knows that joke. Cause it was like part of a live show. I like, I like say it about people. I'm like, Oh my God, like Jimmy Buffett died. Like, are we still going to get the mail? And everybody, I just like steal it. Like, I don't even, I don't even give credit. I'm just like every single time someone dies and I'm with a new group, I'm like the mail joke. I find it hilarious. He's a very funny guy. And he says that he has three kids, one of each. Very funny. (laughs) And they're like, oh, yeah. Like he says, like on the Today Show. And they're like, oh, great. And then five, like three minutes later, they're like, 
Wait, did you say one of each? He's like, mm hmm. Funny. He's the fucking best. I, I don't know anybody who doesn't love or enjoy him. If we're going to give Mila Kunis credit for being a Ukrainian, we're going to give Martin Short credit for being a widower so young. Mm, that's yeah. very true. And in like a national treasure. Um, Hello, three amigos, like inner space, father of the. Bro How do you not like him? He's oh so my funny. God. He's I great in every, and he almost steals everything. And it's yep. not easy to steal from Steve Martin, you know? And the exactly. two of them work so great together. We Cuddles and I started watching Only Murders in the Building, and it's pretty, it's good. We're entertained it by it. I you told know? you the other night we should start it up again. I know. I know. We really, we really, really should. You, again, you're the problem. That is true. By the way, you can't. I am happy I keep forgetting somebody who will pay for this garbage. Like, what is wrong with yes. your friend over there? Well, uh, to be fair, back when she started paying, first of all, it was only $8. And secondly, it was a different time. I'll give her that. You know what I mean? Like, it was okay. like all the articles were about, like, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, but, I'll give her a pass. We're giving passes. She's Ukrainian and a widower, so let's give her a pass. <laughs> but also, she's neither. But also... It's the kind of thing where she was just pissed because they were like, next time it'll be 18. And she was like, what? I got to talk to her about it. If she hasn't canceled, yeah. I think this, this article will put her over the edge. It should. And nobody should be paying for this. I know. I think you Dan Coyce is in the Taliban, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm just going by instinct here. Not necessarily fact, but that's, I'd like to, I'd like to look into his past a little bit. I'm going to do another unpopular opinion here. Yeah. But I'm going to say it. Go ahead. Only murders in the building. How are we feeling about Selena Gomez is acting? Um, I'll let Cuddles answer, but I will say, what are we, Cuddles, six episodes into the series? We're not deep. At least. We're not deep in. She's okay. Cool. I'm not. She's no Meryl Streep right now. You know, she's no Julia, but she's she's holding her own. But, you know, I think Martin Short is like he's doing amazing in that. He's really one of the reasons why I would want to go back to see it again and again and again. I think she's with Martin Short and Steve Martin. She is automatically the weakest link as soon as she walks into. Oh, her. yeah. Yeah. Like they're carrying her. Even if she's doing the best acting in the world, she is still, it's like she's Ringo Starr. You're yeah. still the four, like you, you, people may call you the greatest drummer. You're still but, the fourth yeah. best musician in the band. But you're with Paul and, you know, yeah. John Lennon, you're, you know. You're with Paul and John. Like what, said, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. He's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I love Martin Short and everything. I, I've told the story before and I will tell it again. I don't give a shit. I got to ride an elevator with him and it was one of the greatest thrills of my lifetime. Oh, I don't know that story. He came to CBS FM when I was there. We were doing a skit. He was doing primetime glick on Broadway, so which funny. let's talk about that for a second. He builds this character, right? Primetime glick, funny show. Then he takes it to Broadway. And every night does a new show for the audience with a special guest celebrity that comes up every night. Like, 
the waste for him to just waste that on 400 people for in one night and it not be taped and him put it out for the, you know what I'm saying? Like the amount of talent he has to just fucking throw shit away on an audience for one time is ridiculous. Like nobody else can fucking do that. If anybody else was going to put that much effort and comedy into a thing, it would be taped so that it could be shown to the world. But this motherfucker was just doing it for the audience in there for that night. And you would hear like during that time, you would just, and this was. Oh, five. Oh, six, maybe. Oh, seven in there. I can't remember where. So the internet was around, but it wasn't as strong as it was now. Like the buzz you would hear, then like, did you hear who came on stage with Martin Short last night? And and everybody would be talking about it, like in the elevators and the subways, you know. Um, so he came up to to plug the show, but also do something for us. We like hired him to do something. We paid him, I think, a ridiculous amount of money. I remember my boss saying, I don't know what it was. I had to go down to the lobby to get him and bring him up. And just being in the elevator, and he was talking about effort and when to turn it on and like all these great things and i'm just like i can't believe i'm fucking hearing this conversation as he's talking with his you know his agent or whoever he was with whatever fucking hi everybody you know really super nice goes in the room turns it on starts dan tapped it like a light switch like a light switch and just murdered in the room for like 25 minutes fucking grabbed his coat thanks everybody appreciate you guys grabbed the bottle of water fucking walked out like i was like holy shit this is you know i was like this and this was pre-radio like i was in the business but not on i don't even know if i was in the air maybe weekends or something but um i was just like looking at this guy like holy hold that's what a fucking that's what a performer is you know it was amazing to see so i am always blown away by him and I hope Dan Coyce's grandmother falls down her flight of stairs and fucking. Oh God! Uh, no, he you wish. It. No, he did start it, but you wish him to get like crabs or like chlamydia, but you don't wish anything on his grandma. You wish him to get like you know like crotch rot or something like that. I'm going Kaiser so say style. I'm going after the whole fucking family. That's how I'm doing it. Um, McDonald's McDilemma. Okay, our good friend, our good friend Puffy our fast food connoisseur presented this issue um and i want to share it with everybody because again i want to get opinion so i want to hear replay crew want to hear your comments in the uh in the comment section below i just realized that puffy wanted to come on and talk about this but i didn't catch that until the very very last minute so i hope he forgives me um i would have loved to have had him on again um, you are the problem yeah i know i don't re- i the the comments, it's a whole other thing. There's too many comments that come in. It's hard to keep track of everything. What's Although somebody on? somebody wrote Frank a paragraph and a half. Somebody They basically wrote an oval themselves to Frank in the comment section. And I, I, I've been meaning to make sure he reads it, which I will, person whoever wrote that, I promise I'll make him do it. Um, but anyway, okay, so this is from Puffy. This is what he wrote. What would you do? You're at the drive-thru at McDonald's. You see a car in front of you. Okay. Car drives up to the window, picks up the the drive-thru people, give them a bag of food. Bag stays in the car for about 15 seconds. After that, the bag is returned to the drive-thru window. 
Another bag is given to the car. Car pulls away. Puffy pulls up to the window then. There's an order like in front of the window and the guy goes, what did you order? So Puffy tells him. He doesn't reach for the order right in front of him at the window. He reaches in the back somewhere and hands Puffy a wrinkled McDonald's bag. What would you do? Nope. Nope. That's that's the bag that went to the person in front of him. They've had their hands like elbow deep with their dirty hands in my French fries. Um, I would be like, yeah, nope. Not taking this bag. Want something fresh. Thank you. The only surprising thing of this story to me is that it didn't happen to Frank. I swear to <laughs> that Christ. That is Sounds like a Frank every, thing. Well, it's just like he's just like very conscious of that stuff. And like he'll go somewhere and someone will sneeze and then touch stuff. And someone will, you know, like, you know, like it's just like it's always when oh, he's God. there. Like if I go alone, it's not that I am not observant it's just that he's not here so everything is just proceeding as normal but it's like the world is trying to get him not to trust his fellow man the way this always happens <laughs> i am shocked that god replaced puffy with frank it's insane that is that is a big like the rare break that frank has caught mm, maybe puffy needed to be tested though so what did he do he just what what did he do i think puffy pulled the he said as puffy says pulled a karen and Gave the bad back, made him replace it. Listen, I would say at least, hey, can you re you got to replace the fries because everything else is wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But that their knuckles definitely touch the fries a little bit, you know. Oh, that's so gross. It, it's pretty disgusting. But also, you're also taking your life in your own hands with a teenager at the drive-thru window, and you're like, can you make me all this food again? Like, that's also a risk. It's no guarantee that's coming back to you A-OK. -okay. True. Any way we can get to wedding dress codes, I'm getting sick. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't want you to get sick. Um, wedding dress codes. Oh, by the way, quickly. I'm sorry, Aaron. I read an article from a McDonald's employee who said that there's a thing that people do that makes the McDonald's employees make them wait at the drive-thru. Do you know what it is? No. They hate when people say hello. They don't like that. So, oh no. This girl was saying like her and a, a bunch of other people, if somebody goes hello, they will make them wait like 10 or 15 seconds before they come back and say something, which I, I think never. is true because I've done the hello thing and it is it always seems like a really long time before somebody pops on the thing and was like, "Hey, I'm here." Again, you're the problem. <laughs> No, this say hello. this employee says they know you're there because you always think oh they, maybe they don't know I'm here they go they know their alarm goes off they know you're there they're just fucking wrapping something up and they'll get to you so little heads up trying to save the world from some some problems Frank if you're up will we stop saying hello now does Frank say hello Frank says you hello better stop times. saying hello oh, Frank's a problem no it's kind to say yeah. hello. Just like, hi, don't be like, I want a coffee, I want fries. I, want... I mean, I don't know. It seems like a greeting as opposed to a, it's not like, hey, you in there? It's like, hello. Mm. Have you go to sleep? I read an article today where this bride insisted that everybody who attended her summer wedding wear black. I don't know. And she's, a pretty easy color. 
She yeah. said that haters are saying that the whole thing looked like a funeral. Now I'm thinking about this and I, I saw this and I go, I feel like it's pretty fucking ballsy for you to be like, Hey, you want to come to my wedding? You better be in blank. But okay. If it's like lime green, it's like, forget you. I don't have any. Lime yeah. Green. But if it's like black, it's like, come on, if you don't have something, I guarantee you'll wear the dress again. I don't know. That's just me. But uh, shouldn't yeah. you just be happy that people are attending? Why you got to be like, hey, everybody needs to be wearing this certain fucking thing. Any color yeah. of black, I give you it. But black, it's like, come on, lady. Yeah. Black dress. Come on. And there are people that are like, oh, this is black tie. So, you know, you have to get like a really like formal dress. So if it's black, I'll definitely wear it again. So asking people to wear black, I don't see anything wrong with that. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I miss Frank. Jesus. Oh, sorry. Two of you are like, let's Frank, give this girl her the wedding of her dreams. No. Frank says that he doesn't say hello, so I've been wrong once tonight. I don't believe him. Um, I disagree. I think okay. the bride and the, the bride gets to pick the bridesmaid's dress colors. The groom gets to pick the tie colors and the suit colors. That's it. All right? Bride and groomzilla, you're fucking... Your things stop there. You can't be like, um, excuse me, you need to fucking be wearing uh black. What if I want to wear some beige? You know what I'm saying? This is not the hill I want to die on, but honestly, I didn't think it was a big deal. But if you do, I'm not gonna fight you. I want to be welcome back. <laughs> yeah, no. First of all, no one's wearing beige. Okay. No, but I'm sorry. It's a summer. You don't wear any. No, you don't wear anything close to the bride. No. White. No, I'm sorry. There's someone at every wedding who does, including yours, including mine. Is that right? Who will write to my wedding? I didn't see. Oh, fine. Forget Aaron. it. But I mean, like, okay, okay. Erin, okay. who I, will write to my wedding? You know, I, I took a guess. It just feels like every single wedding there's somebody oh. who wears white. I'm all right. I, I took no. A guess, but no, 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 no. Who, who fucking wore white to your wedding? Hold on a second. Cuddles, you wore like a champagne dress to her wedding. So no, that was a little I, too okay. close to me. I was, never, no. I was against Aaron. Oh, I was against it. talking about you. I was against first it. Off, first off, again, you're the problem. Second of all, it was champagne. It was like a gold champagne because I wore gold fine. accessories. Looked no, white. I when have, yellow I, light hit it, it reflected. Aaron, I have to take care of my husband right now because right. he is talking Wait. out of his ass. Okay. Lisa, look at what Raven wrote. Um, don't say no, hello. Below, below. Red means you slept with the groom. <gasps> oh, really? That's what all my I guys heard. were. <laughs> I don't want to tell you anything, Aaron, but I heard it was a wild um, rehearsal dinner. That would have been much funnier if I could have thought of a rehearsal dinner faster. But anyway. No, it wasn't the rehearsal dinner, but your wife did serve drinks behind the bar at my wedding. She really I, did. I did, and then I got yelled at by the people at the place well, that I wasn't supposed to be behind the supper. I wasn't supposed to be behind the bar serving drinks, but there wasn't anyone there, and people needed to drink. So, I mean, there was four other bars they could have gone to, but I had no problem doing that. I, I really hate to didn't. say this, but I was the best behaved person at your wedding. 
You, you kept were. asking us what we wanted for dinner. You kept acting like the waiter. Did you, you eat? Do you remember that? Did you eat? Mm, yeah, but you kept coming around being like, what can I get you? What can I get you? And we didn't know if you were drunk or if you were performing a skit, but we didn't get it. What was and my job, was bartending Aaron? and you were the waiter and we didn't understand why you guys thought you were the staff. Tell everybody what my job was at the wedding. Keep Mike sober? No. <laughs> that didn't work. That did not work. That did my, not work. That was, was a fail. Big F. It was my job to get you guys safely back to your hotel, which I executed flawlessly. You flawlessly. put us in a cab and the bar and the cab driver said, was it a nice wedding? Did you know the bride or the groom? <laughs> and we were obviously the wedded couple. It was so weird. First of all, first of all, I, I arranged a car for you. I, this, it you, wasn't you, as okay. rudimentary as a cab. It wasn't yellow. <laughs> it wasn't yellow. It was close to it, probably. <laughs> oh, God. It wasn't yellow, believe... Your Honor. It wasn't yellow. I can't believe he said that to you. He definitely that's pretty. Did. That's pretty funny. Did you know the bride or the groom? I was like... Oh. <laughs> that's hysterical. My big white dress doesn't give it away? Well, he was probably confused because my wife was next to me when we put you in the car, so he thought she was the... Oh, fuck off. I had on, don't even, I had champagne. It was like a gold. You motherfucker. I can't stand you. See, again, you're the fucking problem. You are the big problem. Aaron, tell Frank he needs a new best friend since fourth grade. Because Look, you got Sarah saying it now. She just said because he is the problem. That's not right. See? That red thing is very, very interesting. That red thing is so interesting. Can you imagine that's like a real thing? That's so scary. I've heard some. I've red. heard things about wearing red to a wedding, but I've never heard that. That means that you slept with the groom. But I mean, I'm never gonna have to because none of our friends. I haven't slept with anyone, unfortunately. But um, we have no one else that's getting married anytime soon. But I, I, that's like, that's pretty cool. I have to hear about that. Thank God, by the way. Remember how shitty that five-year span was when everybody we knew got married? Ugh. Well, it was not. It was nice to see everyone get married and, you know, have the wedding of the age. You are a miserable fuck. You no, are. Indeed. 2010 was, like, insane. And being one of them... Right? I mean, there wasn't one good wedding in seven years. Not one. It was not even getting close. Oh, God. And then everyone we Every had wedding was beautiful. Every wedding was magical. Just stop, Anthony. My favorite part is when the brother-in-law threw up in the, the magazine rack. That's, uh -huh. Who was that at? That was my favorite part. <laughs> and, my, my, and what was really funny was that the cop friend of ours was outside i tried to get in and he was like aaron nothing to see here nothing to see here we're gonna need you to get 10 feet back i'm like it's the bridal suite it's named after me he was like everything's under control but i'm gonna need you to get back like he was in full cop mode and I was like, what happened and he was like please ma'am he was like because he knew no he i know knew. but it's just funny the way he was like full cop it wasn't like aaron blah happened he was like i'm gonna need you he like he got like out like the tape you know like the yellow tape like don't cross and i'm like yeah all right jay like it's i'm sorry a uh, cop it's like me 
like we can and he was like nope he was like nothing to see here everybody move on he didn't want vomit smell to get on your dress that shit gets in your no. hair and fucking never comes out when i found out after i was very very grateful but it was just kind of funny the way he just got into like that mode of like nothing to see here yeah meanwhile we all had a duke that made a d a couple of bucks to fucking uh get the smell out of the goddamn room oh god I feel like your wedding was huge. How many people were there? Was it a lot of people? Twenty-two. The reason I know that is because it's the number of. I grew up in the same house until like very, very recently. My parents have had that house my whole life, and that's their. That's the number of their house, like that I grew up in. So I knew it was one twenty-two. Mm. But it just seemed big. I just remember thinking it was a little odd that I had to walk down the aisle by myself. But other than that, I thought it was you a really didn't. good time. You didn't. walked down the aisle with my friend that you never remember. But anyway, moving on. Let's talk about something else. Is that the That's last it. topic? We're out of topics. That's oh, it. Oh, no. I don't know if you noticed, but so the show fun. ended 26 minutes ago. Oh, We've no, just been we just been yapping All right. away. All right. Well, thank you for letting me join. And thank you to everybody for being so kind and so here and so awesome. Oh, cuddles for VP. Agreed. No, I'll be your VP. All right. That's it. That's all we got. Look, I, th I feel like Aaron was excited to get on in the beginning. And then <laughs> and then it was like, well, this is As a lot time to fill. went on. This is a lot of time to fill. Yeah, it it can it was, be. It was so much fun. Thank you, guys. Thank okay. You. All right. I appreciate Aww. everybody so much. Uh, you guys are all brilliant and great. It was nice to have one of the talented C's on tonight. So, Aaron, thank you for, for being oh, here for that. Just... She, she pulled fucking a, cut out. She, she pulled, pulled a Janine. She did. She pulled a friggin' Janine. Cuddles, I love you. Thanks for being here. You're still a problem. <laughs> you okay. are my rock, and I love you. I am. I love you, too. Okay. Um, and I, I'm going to give you a pass for what you said to my dear, the love of my life, Jimmy Fallon. I'll let you slide on that. Ugh. He still annoys me. Uh, we are back next week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Make sure you share this episode. You have to hit the thumbs up. I know it's annoying, but please, it helps the algorithm. Uh, yep. Share it around Twitter, Facebook, the gram on the stories, all the good things. Throw it around there, everybody. Um, we so, so very much appreciate all that. We love you all. Yes, we do. And we will be back with you after the weekend. Rest up. Have a great weekend. We'll see I you won't. guys on Monday. <laughs> I won't. We have our, our, it's our little daughter's first cheerleading competition Saturday. Our little, our little first graders. 9 a.m. Oh, God, I'm not going to make it. 8.45. I'm not going to make it. See, the music didn't make it. It cut out. It's dead. It doesn't want to go. We'll see you all. Love to.